We're going to talk about how to build a scalable coaching slash consulting model that spits client results and that makes clients stick for longer. And if you've been watching YouTube videos for a while on how to grow your coaching company, your consulting company, or even your agency, what you're going to notice is that most people focus on growth by acquisition instead of focusing on growth by retention. And what I mean by that is that you go and make a quick search on how to grow your coaching company, your consulting company, or whatever type of company, you're going to learn outbound strategies, how to run ads, how to use a certain magical funnel that has all of the solutions to your problems, how to stack MRR, or how to change from a done-for-you agency to a coaching model that is more scalable and that clients are happier to work with you, right? When in reality, if there's something that I've noticed is that more often than not, what stops most people from growing is simply that they lack the effective model and the effective processes in the backend to actually make sure that every client counts, okay? Because the biggest problem I see out there is that people just have this client acquisition hamster wheel where they get a client, then they stop acquisition because they got to fulfill and because they suck at fulfillment, then the client leaves and then you have to go again hamster wheel mode to get more customers, right? And I get it guys, like I've also been there in the past and since I started to focus mostly on retention, client experience and product development, the acquisition process not only is easier, but I don't really have to stress about getting more clients every single month. Make sense? So what I want to do in this video, like I mentioned, is showing you how to build both a scalable coaching model that you don't have to reinvent the wheel every time that you have a new customer, but most importantly, that makes it easier for your clients to get results and want them to stick for longer, okay? While at the same time, it also allows you to, for you to market your process itself, okay? Because if you're a coach, guess what? The best form of marketing that you have is simply, well, how are your coaching calls? Like, what is it that you do in the first place? Make sense? And most people never share that. And I think that that's what we need to start changing in the industry. And yeah, guys, that's what we're going to talk about in this video, okay? By the way, if you want to get access to the document that I'm going to be sharing in this video, there's a link in the description that allows you to join my free Facebook group. You can join in, just answer the questions, and once you're inside, you're going to get access to everything. And also, I want you to watch it to access speed because that way you're going to save yourself some time and you can actually implement this faster. Make sense? Without further ado, let's just continue to the video. But as always, Thank you for watching, guys. This new way to deliver coaching offers is way better than one-on-one. -on -one. But not only is it better than just the typical one-on-one -on -one for your clients to stick for longer and for them to get better results, but it's most importantly because it's a variation of the traditional group coaching model, which is more like a one-to-one -one with a lot of people at the same time, okay? If you know the traditional coaching model that is on group format, it's not like there's some sort of engagement between everything on the coaching calls. The problem that I see out there is that most people, the way in which they set up their group coaching calls and their group coaching offer itself is more like having a one-on-one -on -one with a lot of people at the same time. So essentially, like you have a, a client of yours is asking a question, you engage with that client, and all the other people are just like waiting for, for their turn, right? So what I want you guys to know is that I want to explain a little bit better why it's much more powerful than just a simple one-on-one, -on -one, okay? This is just for, for the skeptics who are not going to believe me. Um, what one-on-one -on -one coaching looks like is literally what you see here on the screen right now, okay? Essentially, you have like a relationship between your client and you where you're like here and your client is here, right? And yeah, of course, you have your knowledge, which ideally is going to be very vast, okay? And you have your skills, which is something that, of course, is related to the thing that you sold. Make sense? So you as the coach or as the consultant or as the person who is doing something, you are like in a superior spot to your student who is just asking questions and is always like seeing what's the biggest bottleneck they have right now and they ask you what to do, okay? So based on the questions that they have, they request some information from your knowledge. Make sense? And then guess what? You are relying on the person actually asking the right questions or having the right guidance for you to actually solve the problems that they are currently facing. And 
of course, the skill set of being a good coach is what allows you to see, like, based on the question that you ask, what is the feedback that you can give and what better questions they can ask themselves. Make sense? You're always limited to your skill set and they are always limited to their knowledge. Okay? Which, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that that's not useful at all. Of course it is. But there's just a much better way and you're going to see what that is in a second. Okay? I want to now show you what group coaching looks like if you are doing it in the wrong way. Okay? This is not the way that I preach. If one-on-one is not the, not the solution, then I guess it's group coaching. When in reality, it's not. I'm going to show you the wrong way to do group coaching and why most group coaching programs never get results. It's simply because, yeah, you have over here your knowledge that can be whatever. You also have your skill set and you have your students or your clients in here. Okay? But again, the problem is that essentially it's like having this same relationship in here but just with one person at a time. And then when student A finishes asking his questions, then you go to student B, to student C, so on and so forth, and pretty much you're limited to the people who engage and the questions that they ask in the same relationship, okay? Them asking the right question and you having the, and having the right guidance to ask those questions and the skills that you have according to those questions, okay? So the problem with this approach is that ends up in less engagement, aka less community built, boring for people who are not in their turn, right? there's of course less community and it's really one dimensional okay so it, again it's always what the question is what the answer is what the question is what the answer is and it's pretty much like you are a chat GPT made of meat and bones okay that's the problem now essentially like I said at the beginning it's a one-on-one -on -one, but in a group format what I want to do now is show you what the group coaching in the right way looks like and it's more like a mastermind make sense but before I do so guys if you're finding any value whatsoever in this video please like the video subscribe to the channel let me know your thoughts so far and what your experience is with this and just like your thoughts on this, okay? I'm really interested in hearing what you guys have to say, but I want to now show you guys what I believe to be the best model, which is, again, a group coaching done in the right way. What you're always going to do is, again, you have your group coaching calls, you have your student who is asking questions, make sense? You, of course, answered that to them, but look at the numbers in here. There's always like a process that needs to happen first. So the student asks a question. For example, they say, um, hey, Enrique, um, I've been sending cold emails, but I'm not booking enough appointments from them. So the first point of contact is going to be from you to the student. Well, the first one is actually the student from you, but again, we, the initial condition is you, you have a question, you receive a question. The first thing you proactively do as the coach is just ask the person again, like, okay, can you just walk me through why do you think that is before I give you an answer and what you have done so far to troubleshoot this process, okay? Once you ask that question, you're not going to wait for a response. You're going to proactively ask a second touch point that is now going to engage the rest of the community. Make sense? So the first one is, again, to the person who asked the question. The second one is going to be to the other rest of the attendants in that group coaching call or that mastermind. And you're going to tell them, is somebody here also doing cold email to book appointments? Can you walk me through, if first of all, if you are struggling with the same thing that student A said, or if you had, what was the solution that you made in the past? Okay? And then guess what? The third point of contact is not even going to be again from you. It's going to be then from the mastermind or from the other group of people to the student. And you want to actually bring them or allow them to do that part of the equation. Make sense? And why is this important or why is this relevant? Because first of all, you are now not limited to your skill set and your knowledge and to the client's um, capacity to ask good questions. Other people who, in this case, 
um, the idea is that they are still, let's say, below you in terms of whatever your program does for as a solution. They are going to start asking more questions related to this that are going to allow you to have different points of contact or different viewpoints on the same subject of matter, meaning that you're going to have an integral approach to the solution that you end up giving to the student A, while at the same time engaging the rest of the community and allow them to learn more and implement the things that you're saying to them. Make sense? Because there's one thing that is called active recall, and that's that's something that I've learned from studies on knowledge management and actually you know education and learning is that people never learn just by passively reading through some notes or listening to something they actually learn and they actually implement stuff much better when they actively try to remember or do stuff that solve a problem they have in front of them similar to what the peripatetics from aristotle did back in the day where they were just walking philosophizing and talking about life or whatever it might be while they were just having an active conversation make sense and this is not only how you're going to have a better answer for your student a but the other people are going to have a better experience by not having to wait till it's their turn to solve a problem. Make sense? And then all of your solutions allow for a fundamental understanding of the subject matter, if that makes sense, okay? So that's the best way to go around it. And all of this leads to basically more engagement, more community, better customer experience, people learn more and better since they're active, like I mentioned just now, more attention by all of the other people because they want to actually participate in this process, more proactiveness, more angles to tackle the same problem because remember, more people equals more perspectives. And at the end, you also have more ways to track land results and wins. Let's say that student A has a problem and they start to believe like your program sucks when it comes to call email for appointment booking. But if one of the other people say like, oh no, when I was struggling with that, uh, what really served me to start booking X amount of calls is X, Y, and Z. So it actually reaffirms to the student that other people got results from that subject you're teaching. And you at the same time, you go like, oh shoot, man, like this guy actually wins. It's maybe it's time to get them on a client case study. Or maybe it's time to, to share a testimony, ask him for a testimony. You see, like it allows for a flywheel to massively scale and grow your company by focusing on retention more than acquisition. Make sense? And of course, in order for you to do this, there's going to be a couple of things that need to be in place for this to happen, right? For example, the most obvious one is you're going to need a very good e-learning material that allows your clients to consume info at their own pace so that they can always have like everything that they need and they don't require you to hop on the coaching call for them to get their questions answered, okay? That's number one. The second thing is you're going to need one-on-one support via DM so that um, you know that outside of just this material, you're actually helping them out. And they also need a synchronous community via a Facebook group or a school community or a Discord or whatever it might be. But I am very, I'm I'm really happy. I really like Facebook groups, to be honest. And the reason why is because see, most people spend their time on Facebook, on Instagram anyways. Number one, whenever a client is just randomly scrolling and they see like a post from the community, they get remembered like, oh man, like I'm on this community. I should be doing something related to solve this problem that I already paid for. Okay, that's number one. But number two, um, it just makes it easy for people to talk about whatever it might be. You see, for example, um, I encourage my clients whenever they join the program to make a post. I encourage my clients to, whenever they can, to go to the guide section and go to a school library to see some of the previous coaching calls that we've had so that they see like the way we like to set everything up. And this really helps with people to actually get on the right mindset whenever they join your program. Make sense? Um, they're also going to need a one-on-one onboarding session and, if possible, another one-on-one offboarding session to collect more client case studies and or renew them in case that they are interested in, well, of course, continuing working with you and your services if you did a great job at what I just described here. And, of course, what you need to have absolutely in place for this um, model to work is your weekly group coaching sessions, okay? Because this is where the magic is going to happen and the census community is going to be built, but it also allows for everybody to learn better and have, have better results. 
Make sense? And before we finish the video, if you like to see how we track all of this, watch my latest video that I made. Um, well, I don't know if this video is going to be released on a Monday or Thursday, whatever. But the last video before this one is where I showed you how I use our table to track all of my coaching call recordings, my client results, and all of that good jazz so that you can see um, how everything is done, okay? The next video that we're going to do is going to be all about how I actually go about the coaching calls, like the format, the questions, the setup, and we watch in what order to do so, but for one-on-one -on -one coaching calls as well as for group masterminds or group coaching calls, okay? So if you want to access all of that whenever they go live, make sure to subscribe to the channel and like this video so that you will get more information like this one recommended by YouTube, okay? And last thing, if you're interested in working with us, there's a link in the description that is going to show you everything from A to Z on how it works. And yeah, guys, I appreciate your time on this one. As always, I would like to just recommend you one song as my way of, um, you know, indoctrinating you into our latent music. Um, I would like to recommend for today the, this song called Bad Gal by J Young Sister, okay? Young Sister is a, I don't know how you say it, like a guy that is from Chile, um, in English to be honest but he's one of my favorite singers and I think that if you actually go ahead and listen to that song you're going to really love it okay as always guys thank you for your time I hope that it was helpful and let me know your thoughts in the comments okay see you in the next one bye